Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and the topic of our podcast today is the Texas eyeball killer, serial killer Charles Albright. Albright uh, was convicted of killing one lady back in the 90s, although uh, they believe he is responsible. The officials down there believe he's responsible for three, at least three murders. Um, He's a lightweight. We're going to talk about, yeah, but he cut out people's eyes, so that was weird. Well, now you've given it away. Uh, We're going to talk about all of his dastardly deeds. Uh, But before we do, let me introduce our panel. Our, our uh, panel, who is uh, who are um, well known in the community and well liked, well loved. And to my left is the very talented and lovely, the Queen of Mean, the Mistress of the Macabre, the Empress of Evil, pill popping, penis loving Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? Satan's dirty little secret. You're Good. Not He's not here yet. I know, but all the time. I know. He likes to talk. He's, he's the Donald Trump of this room. I'm telling when you. we get individual microphones, I'll be able to turn off this mic. I mean, or at least have a little mute button on the control yes, panel. Something. Yes, I will control. Well, you forgot that she was wants to talk say, over me all the time. This is her segment. Brandy, how are you? Speak. Queen. You know, I'm good, Tim. I'm good, Tim. I wanted to talk to you about a, you know, a couple things. I have some concerns about the debates. I have many things that I, you and I could discuss for 15, 20 minutes without any interruption. Well, let's... Uh, how about 30 seconds? I don't really have anything to say. Okay. <laughs> then let me introduce a man of... Who we just found out before going on the air. Please don't do that. A man that we just found out before going on the air is a member of the Illuminati. <laughs> that's what I hear. Yes, that's what his business card says. <laughs> well... The, the uh, very well... Um, Endowed. So, not well endowed. A uh, man who's thought, uh, who, who people seem to like. I don't He's know. He's near why. death. So he, you all should start liking somebody else because it is wasted. Well, he's near he, death. He is a man of God, so I'm sure his soul is going to straight to heaven. The fragile, frail, <laughs> the, a man of God, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. Uh, maybe the late Southern gentleman soon. 
Why? What are you? Do you have? Uh, do you have some health problems, there, Colonel? No, my health problems have, have have seemed to clear it up, Timmy. I'm I'm a little stiff I, still. I don't know what she's Gross. talking about. <laughs> no, not that kind of stiff. I mean, I was that kind of stiff. Actually, about ten o'clock, I was that kind of stiff. I'm this so morning. grossed out. I just you ate. were at work. I, it happens. I don't know why it happens. It's just Gross. Like, so. What's this about you? you are part of the Illuminati. I can't really discuss that, Timmy, but people are concerned like about the elections, and... You got it. Let me just tell you, it will work out. Okay. It will work you out. You got this. We, we, we got things in control. All right. All right. So, um, before we get started, Colonel, I'd like to give shout-outs to our sponsors, uh, those who uh, support our program that we very, very grateful for. Um, <coughs> and that the list includes Alicia Chip. Cindy Lou, Bridget, Jahara, Andrew, thank you all so much for supporting us. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by um, joining us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs, and you can give as much or as little as you like. We'll take how much will we take, Colonel? We'll, we'll take just a wee bit. A wee bit. Just, just a to cover the cost. Bit. I hate betting. I hate betting. You know, we'll take four bits. Four bits? Four bits. We'll take four bits. Whew. How much is four bits? Is that 50 cents? I don't know. 50 cents? I don't know. That's a 50 English Do I look weird. like I'm from like 1912? What the well, hell you didn't I know why I was a vowel, so I, you probably don't know what. First of all, hey, like, you know, while, we, two bits while we're talking to, about our sponsors, can I just throw in that uh, I just recently found out from our page, mm-hmm. uh, Cindy Lou is a roller derby girl. We already I went over know. this. I was already impressed by it. In podcast? I'm very impressed by that. You know what I don't understand, though, is how I'm they sh- keep score of that stupid fucking sport. I know how you keep score, because right. I used to watch it. Of course it you know how they keep score. Of fucking course you know how. <laughs> well, I, I like watching it. You I just don't know how they keep score. And you have the defense, and every time... You, you pass a person that's a, typically a little person like a fullback a halfback in football mm-hmm. they get whipped past like a the other teammates little person the, like a midget p- yeah no a smaller person on two bits is 25 cents when they whip past people on the other team you get a point yeah you got one woman who is or mm-hmm. a guy I guess if it's men roller because there's men roller derby too there yeah they, they, they try to they try to pass the, the group and then mm-hmm. they get points for that right I could never figure it out, but my my nephew is an, a marketing guy and a the announcer for the Cincinnati Roller Girls. Local, well, I seen local. Cindy and I are friends on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I saw some pictures of her in the roller derby, and she looks, so is she like a goon? I mean, um, is she you know like in hockey they have the well, goon. Well, Cindy is a Cindy is a, a, a she's a, badass. She's a badass. She, she looks well. You know from a post, she's fucking crazy. I she mean, has an eye patch. <laughs> she looks pirate. like a pirate. She's a pirate, and she's uh, Cindy is a, is a tall girl. Yeah, she's a tall girl. So I imagine when she throws an elbow, it's going to hit you right in the mouth. So I'm going to throw an elbow and hit you right in the mouth. So maybe Cindy can hook me up with a roller girl. Uh, I don't know. I don't about know that. about that. I don't know that I want to mess with a roller girl because they will kill uh, you. They could kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It, but I take my way, chances. I take my go. chances. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the topic. Okay. This is the Texas eyeball killer, Charles Albright. Do you just kill eyeballs? <laughs> That's kind of a misnomer because he didn't really kill eyeballs. He just took Did the you nomer him or is he nomered by somebody No, else? I. Uh, he was. I, I don't know who 
nomered him. I didn't nomer him. I didn't. He was known as actually the uh, Texas Eyeball Killer, aka. Oh, there's an aka. I'm ready. The Dallas Slasher, because this happened in Dallas, Texas. Oh shit! Yeah. What Not a misnomer. Also, <laughs> you'll like this one, the Dallas Ripper. They're just copying. Yeah, I know that. It, you know what it seems like? How many people this guy kill? He, he, well, he's he Lightweight. was convicted. He was convicted of you know if you read your script you would be aware of this. He was convicted mm. of killing one person, but he at least killed at least three. All of them prostitutes. Uh, ladies of the evening, back in the 1990s. Okay, I just got to I, I got to interject here for just for our next few podcasts. I got. He's a garden variety serial killer. In the, the kind out he likes. Yeah, yeah. My mom um, would like this guy. In the mail yesterday came uh, came really the greatest book since the Bible. What was that? Oh my um, God! Freaking Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen's oh. autobiography came. And I burned that book. For the next... Uh, I, I consider Swank. Uh, November, <laughs> November issue 1977, the, the second greatest book since yeah. the Bible. I got that book and then proceeded to burn it. Oh, Swank. Blasphema. Blasphema. No, Bruce. Yes. So I will not be reading scripts for it because all my reading will be uh, focused to, on that. He has to ration that out. Yeah. I see. I can only read so much in one day. Okay. And, uh, you know, it is My fun. brain's already pretty Reading full. is fun to me. My brain is full, Timmy. Yeah. Oh, Every time I learn a new is. fact, i got to push it. My brain's like a hard drive, Timmy. Yeah. It's, and, and it's my hard drive is full. i got so much knowledge up in here. You need to delete every time, some of that. If, I, if you were to tell me your middle name, I would not know what my call It's a called. weird name. What's it start with a V? Uh-huh. Verna or something. It's not Verna. It's Violetta. It's nope. Violet. Nope. Vagina. Vagina? Vagina. Not vagina. Vagina. Vagina would be a cool middle it's name. It's neither one of those. Well, what is vagina your is name? not a cool middle name. <laughs> I think it's cool. Jesus. That'd be cool. Right. Yes. Well, uh, it could be your wrestling name. Brandy the Vagina Harlan. Vienna. So. Like Vienna Sausage. No. Yeah. No. Give us number a, 40. We're going to keep doing this till you tell us the name, so we might as well get on with it. I'm not telling you my middle name. All right, well, you know what I think we should do? Is it Viagra? Viagra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. But my, it does start with a V. My poor, yes, my poor murdered grandmother. Y'all want to just be making fun your, of her Your name? grandmother was murdered? Yes. You I think you told me that. We're going to do a podcast yes. on her. You mm-hmm. can't find anything. Oh, damn it. It's well, very sad. Um, oh. It's okay. Okay, why don't we do this? What? You give out little subtle clues. Well, she did. She told us it was started with a V. It starts with a V. If the listeners can guess her name. Five letters. And it's five letters. starts with a V. So we're going to ask that. Five letters. How many letters are in your name? How many different letters? Can I buy a vowel? Can I buy a vowel? Yeah. Is there a Y? Is Y Jesus a vowel? (laughs) Fuck you. How many different letters are in your name? No, 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 no. Let's not do that. There's five. Your middle name starts with V. There's five letters. If you're... Uh, those who are on our Facebook group, History Dweebs, the podcast, um, see if you can guess Brandy's name. And you, you will, you will uh, ever guess it. If someone guesses it, you'll tell us. Tell us that, yeah. right? Okay, cool. And we'll, they'll get a special shout out. How's sure. That? Okay. All right. So uh, I'm to give them money. <laughs> no, you won't have to give them. Charles Albright, the uh, eyeball killer, aka the Dallas Slasher, aka the Dallas Ripper. That's too many AKAs. I know. Uh, he had 
killed three women back in the 1990s uh, by shooting them with a 44 caliber handgun, shot them in the head, and then he would uh, remove, surgically remove their eyes. Uh, so he became known as the eyeball killer. But he didn't kill the eyeballs. Well, we don't know. The eyeballs have never been found, oddly enough. He ate them. You know, know, eyeballs are mostly liquid. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them. Um, Those are like little balloons. They're like Maybe he put them in like in a mason jar and kept them. That would be cool. Uh, you know what, though? They had to touch my eyes at the eye place the other day. It freaked me out. I thought I was going to hit it the is. Uh, Yeah, I don't like I that. did not I like, like it at all. Now, see, I like to have my eyes massaged. And while you're what? Right, he's weird. You don't like to have your eyes massaged? No. There's no, since there's no such thing, this lady. Well, was you could have. You could no, have instruments. You put your, you put your, your eyelids. eyelids over them, but well, okay. Well, so if I'm doing this, yes, that's fine. But I had my eyelid pried open, and this lady was sticking an instrument on my eyeball. Yeah, and I don't like that. It. Okay, now the, now this is a weird thing. Now, to me, you've had a lot of experience with women, and I have my share. Um, in 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 the midst of a. Uh, 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 a romantic interlude uh, would you Sex. say have you ever had a woman lick your eyeball uh, ew no. who the hell are you sleeping with that somebody would lick your eyeball I'm telling you it's hot it's, it's disgusting hot. I think I think Charles Albright might have had that fetish it's hot I'll tell you more about him okay um, while he was uh, he would dump the bodies in open areas with the, the the women would have their shirts pulled up to expose their breasts and then they'd have no uh, pants on so well that's like, just not well, it was unladylike yeah honestly. I mean what kind of tramps was he killing uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ well uh, Mr. Albright was convicted of one of the murders um, the evidence against him was almost entirely circumstantial but it was pretty strong circumstantial evidence so we're talking yeah, about no more than getting convicted on circumcised evidence Timmy I know Charles Frederick Albright was born on August 10, 1933, in Amarillo, Texas. His mother was a young prostitute who gave him up for adoption at birth. He was soon adopted as the only child of Fred and Dale Albright. Dale? Dale. Dale. D-E-L-L. Like the computer, Dale. Dale, yeah. Okay. Yeah, with an extra E at the end. As a child, he was doted upon. Oh, I was never doted upon. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I don't think that yeah. that's true. I believe Dottie I think, was a doter. I think Dottie, Dottie was did a not dote. Oh, no. I think Dottie was a doter. And you know what else I think? I think she, I think she dotes on you now. Yeah, she dotes on you now. And she you is know what? not a doter. It, she dotes on you and you still try to kill her. Mm-mm. Why she are you trying not, to kill her? You know what Dottie family? doesn't do? She does not suffer fools. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, she, doesn't. <laughs> she does not suffer fools. That's, that's true. She does not like, uh, she's sort of like Nancy Grace. She does not like the bad guys. Oh, Jesus, God, Nancy Every, Grace. Everyone is guilty. <laughs> well. She said, you know, her theory on OJ and why she thinks he's guilty, because she saw him in handcuffs. You know what? <laughs> How would you like to have her on your, tr- on your jury, man? I do not want Daddy on my jury. Love her heart. <laughs> but at least she's not, you know, lunatic crazy. My grandma just thinks OJ's OJ's um, OJ's innocent because you know clearly Nicole made him kill her. <laughs> well, she you know she and this is we won't get into it for another podcast, but she kind of acted a fool. Well, and Mike Tyson mm-hmm. not guilty. No, 
You're, yeah, that yeah. girl threw herself. This is my grandmother. That uh. that girl threw herself at him and blah blah blah. And now she wants to. My grandmother. Yeah, she's she suffers fools. She's well. If you ask her, she suffers just plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish Sweet D would listen to our podcast. No. Sweet, Sweet D is so mean. <laughs> she is not. Okay. Okay, Charles Aubrey. As a child, he was doted upon and would be dressed in girls' clothes. Well, no. One dressed in girls' clothes. Have we not it? learned that that never <laughs> ends well? we got to write a parenting book is what we need. Parent, I, I parenting from the history dweeb. Yeah, he was Here's given, what you can't do. And he was given a doll by his aunt to play with. That's sure. a present. It's gender neutral. He was an impulsive child who would always manage to get out of the yard behind, uh, get out of the yard whenever someone, um, you know, would left the yard. He would just left kind the of, gate open. Yeah, he would kind of trail left behind him. The goddamn him. dog. <laughs> they needed one of those uh, invisible fences. No doubt. Well, that's what He's I was thinking. He was like direction. a little Yorkie. He just always out of the Where did that motherfucker go? They're walking up the street. God oh, damn it! The kid got out again. Yeah, eyeball killer, come back here. <laughs> eyeball and killer. And that is Anybody his Christian name. <laughs> yeah. Anybody seen the eyeball killer? Christian so name. His mother ended up trying to keep him on the porch, uh, <coughs> keeping him away from a fence. Yeah, she put him on a leech. Please. Is she really? Yeah. Just yes. keep him in the yard. So you put Did him you, in a dress and wait. put him on a leash. What you put down? And gave him a dog. One of those stones, screw down things in, there. in the yard. Yeah. Or she could attach it to a clothesline and he could just run back and forth. You know what? Now, see, we was at a, we was at a family gathering. And it's called a running line, right? Uh, okay. And, uh,. It's usually called a clothesline, but okay. Well, no, this was my my niece had a uh, had a dog, and she had she has acres of land, and she had a hundred foot wire spread that came down and had a hook, and the dog could attach to the dog's collar, and he could run that hundred yard line. Mm-hmm. Well, they told me to watch the boys. You know, Renee was in the house with the boy, and the boys wanted to play on the hill, so. Logan was little, so I just attached that thing to his belt loop. Oh, it's and, uh, perfect. Yeah, apparently, oh, the women at the party said that was bad parenting. I mean, the little boy was having fun. He'd go running down the hill and the thing he yanking back in. Yeah, but, well. Yeah. Beats, beats using a taser. That's what I said on an electric fence. Well... So anyway, uh, Della, his uh, mother, his adopted mother, ended up... Um, uh, putting him on, she was very protective, overprotective of him. She was a school teacher. She's very strict, but she um, spent a lot of time with him. She did love him, and she spent a lot of time with him and helped him um, skip two grades in school. So she was doing some homeschooling there. Uh, at age 12, he received his first gun as a birthday gift. Uh, he began shooting animals like squirrels and rabbits and wanted to become a taxidermist. And Della... Uh, that is a noble profession. Della, mm-hmm. Della encouraged um, young uh, Charles in his pursuit to become a taxidermist. And she helped him learn how to skin and stuff animals that he would uh, shoot in the neighborhood. But he soon grew bored of small animals and started looking for other prey. Larger game. Mm-hmm. At age 13, he was uh, already a petty thief. Not a pretty thief, but a petty thief. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Well, I didn't know if that was a typo or not. No, he was a petty thief. 
You never can tell. He was arrested for an aggravated assault. His mother went to bat for him, as she always would. Over and over again, his, his adopted mother was bailing him out of trouble. You know, does she not realize that she probably caused some of this with her crazy dress? Well, puddings on. They never think it's their fault. Why didn't she adopt a girl? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm screaming. Yeah. When he was 14, he became a property owner uh, because his mother bought him some land. Wow. And she helped him enter the real estate business as a young teenager. So he was a little baby Donald Trump. He's a baller, is what he was. In 1948, when Charles was 15 years old, he had sex with a local prostitute and got the crabs. Oh, not the crabs. Crotch critters. Not the crabs. That's what it says. Got the crabs. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever had the crabs, Colonel? I, now, tell me this. It needs some explaining. Oh, <laughs> perfect. You know this story. Why do you do that? Everybody we, we, has we heard this We go down story. to, uh, I don't know if I've told this story before, but we was, we was playing in a baseball tournament. And we stopped and we stayed at, like, Miss Emma's gas station restaurant the drop in. and hotel. Okay. And there was six of us to a room, Timmy. Mm-hmm. And the next day, we had to play a doubleheader. And <laughs> about 10 o'clock, and we had these black uniforms. They were very sharp uniforms. But you know those polyester uniforms. Mm-hmm. Ours were black, and it was hotter than the summer, bitch, that day, Timmy. Cotton well, is a natural fiber. After about an hour, you could see the six of us had spent the time in that room, Timmy. Just kind of itching a little bit. I think it's because you were fucking each other. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that, that's what I think. No, I'm this just, was men's baseball. It was not women's softball. So anyway, we didn't have pillow fights and kiss each other. So anyway. No, wait a minute. Timmy. I didn't say there were pillow well, fights. Okay, so like you're that. claiming you got the crabs from the uniform. You can get, no, we got them from, from the, the mattress in the damn. Right. And the I think it was just a whole lick it, it stick was, it, circle jerk. <laughs> that's what I think. It was the most miserable thing you ever seen. We had to go to the drugstore, get rid. We stopped at a gas station. We lathered ourselves up. We Which you also all enjoyed, I'm sure. Okay, so thank you, Colonel, for the... Uh, well, you asked me. I, I'm just saying. Well, I did not get them in a sexual STD, um, I think this guy. No, you can get body lice. That's Wait. what they're called, body lice. You can I think get them he did. No, the body lice. They're big. They're big. I mean, you can see that some bitches walking up yards. I think he did get they it like from, being, from fucking each other. And I also think, you know how they do the slow-mo camera on the girls that are like washing the car and all yeah. that? I think that was them outside with the hose with the body lice shit. It was all in slow-mo, and there they are, and making sure you got each other's backs. Yeah, and if we did, who are you to judge? I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know, let your freak flag fly. <laughs> I'm just... Well, you got a pink shirt. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you can get them from sheets. You can yeah, get them from... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Get them from the toilet seat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the toilet seat all the time. Uh, I got chlamydia all like the time. <laughs> At age 15, Charles... Graduated from high school, Beauregard, and enrolled at Northern uh, North Texas University. Now hold on, he was homeschooled and graduated yeah. at fifteen. Graduated early, and because uh, his mom was a or his adopted mother was a teacher. I think someone's bullshitting. Somebody's bullshitting us. He expressed uh, training uh, and to become a medical doctor and a surgeon. He undertook pre-med training, but uh, failed to complete it. Pre-med training is just like every other class, right? I mean... It's like biology. Everyone was like pre... When I was in college, everyone was pre-med or pre-law. 
It was like, you know, everyone took the same class, so it didn't matter. Anyway, at age 16, while in school, he stole $380 from a cash register at a local store. And after the police investigated, the police found that he was in possession of two stolen handguns and a rifle worth, get this, Colonel, $111. Ooh, that dastardly bastard. So, uh, again, his mother came to the rescue, bailed him out. Now, she didn't put a dress on him, but she bailed him out. At age 17... Charles was sentenced to prison for theft and receiving stolen goods. He served six months of a two-year prison sentence. Oh, sure. Uh, So he was like in breaking and entering and theft throughout his life. In 1952, at the age of 18, we got a possible preview of things to come. As Charles cut the eyes out of a friend's um, ex-girlfriend's picture, he had a friend, him and his his friend and his his friend's girlfriend broke up, and um, his friends threw out all of her photos. He cut them all out, and he pasted them on his wall for some odd reason. Because that's what creepy stalker guys do. Yeah. So after he got out of jail uh, for his... um, theft charges and receiving stolen property. He attended Arkansas State Teachers College. Oh, that's an oxymoron. Uh, he wanted to become a teacher to help young people. I reckon. Yeah. And you know what? And they have pretty eyes. You know what they taught there? T is also a vowel sometimes. <laughs> At age 19, Charles started dating Betty Nestor. And Betty, in this case, is spelled B-E-T-T-Y-E. Well, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. The Y must be a vowel. The right? Y is silent. <laughs> the Y is silent. Yeah. Now, I had to teach ESL classes, and the question I would get all the time was silent letters. Mm-hmm. And, man, that's hard to explain yeah. to somebody what a silent letter is. Well, okay. It's a silent letter. It's in there, but just ignore it. Yeah, it's yeah. tricky. Yeah. But then you know, then they start asking, "Well, what if there's like whole words made up of silent letters, and the whole world is silent?" Well, what if I write it out in invisible ink? Quit asking me stupid <laughs> questions, motherfucker. That's why I couldn't do that stuff. At age nineteen, I yeah, said that's this why. I yeah, said that's why. why. <laughs> Charles started dating Betty Nestor, <laughs> and, and she was a very uh, she was a prim and proper young lady. I don't myself. believe that. She worked at the college president's office. So Charles tricked her into stealing keys for all over the college campus, and he used them unethically to aid him in some of his schemes. Nice. While attending college, uh, Charles broke into a girl's dorms and stole their panties. And Panty he took, raid. And he took, uh, is it a raid if you're only one person? I oh, think, it's a full-on it raid. Yeah. Right. I think it is. You, when you go to Northern Kentucky University, <laughs> I'm going to self-identify as a I know. female freshman. You and should lock your panties up. <laughs> when I come in, I'm stealing a pair of your boxes and calling it a panty raid, Timmy. You okay. should lock your panties up. Always. Now, when you self-identify as this female to get into I'm, I'm the a I'm going to take a, cl- a Spanish class at Northern Kentucky University. I'm going to self-identify as a female, uh, f- a sophomore uh, female, so that I can um, join the sorority. Join the sorority and get involved in the pillow in the pillow fights and yeah. the kissing and the hugging. Because yeah. you know what all happens? the lesbian activity that goes on. You know what happens in the pillow fights? 
Wow. Is it they get carried away and all of a sudden one let's fly and an elbow hits somebody or a pillow hits somebody a little harder and they're like, ow, 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 ow. And then they hug. And then, Wait a minute. And they start kissing. And then it's like, it's okay. Dude. And then their breasts are breasts. Yeah, yeah they're heaving breasts are yeah. touching each not to, other. Not to do this to you, gross, but... Um, if somebody would happen, if there was a pillow fight in said underwear, and if somebody did hit somebody a little hard or elbow them, at that point it becomes really not sexy because then you start pulling hair and smacking. Oh, that's sexy. Oh, that's sexy. sexy. Yeah, that's sexy. Yeah, I can no. go with that. It's but then after the pulling hair, I mean, there's blood. There, it's bad. Yeah, and it's then there's but there's kissing and blood. Yeah, and there's no. makeup sex. And then yeah, there's makeup sex, which yeah. is hot. Yeah. It happens. Most of all, it happens, it happens all the time. All the time. It's, it's, it's probably going on right now. <laughs> you can't swing a dead cat no, without hitting. You can't swing a dead Japanese guy without. There's pillow fights going on right now somewhere <laughs> in sororities. Yeah, because yeah. I, I see them on 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 uh, internet. Yeah, on King.com. On, on well, all the time. That's, on Hamster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's hamster. the one Brittany Chacon told us about Hamster? Yeah, Hamster. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So when you was when you was playing softball, devil. Jesus Christ! Did you guys have a lot of lot of? Was there like a lot of French kissing in between at bats? No. Did you guys pat each other on the butt for like good hit? No. Like in the seventh inning stretch? No. Did any? (laughs) No. What got stretched in the seventh inning stretch? I'm comfortable saying that none of these things happened. (laughs) But thanks. Hmm. Well, they certainly happened in my mind. (laughs) And that every time I watch a girl softball game, it's (laughs) happening. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, he stole a lot of. Um, he, he broke into girls' dorms. He stole their panties. He took some nude photos. He also broke in his professor's office. Um, he's a and, dick. Yeah. He, well, he's well, actually he kind of squirrely little. Bastard. He actually was kind of smart because I'll get to this later on what he did. But anyway, um, he got caught and he was expelled from college, but he was not prosecuted. On December 27, two days after Christmas in 1954, one day after Boxer Day. What's Boxer Day again, uh, Colonel? Boxer Day? Boxer Day is the day after Christmas. Isn't that where you get to wear your um, underwear? Where you get to wear your underwear all day. You don't have to exactly go out right. anywhere. That's exactly right. And, and at the Colonel House, we have a rule at the Colonel House because boys used to bring all their you friends over. Very and girls few rules over. at the Colonel House. One of the rules was come 10 o'clock. It's Colonel time. I can walk around in my boxes. I don't want to hear a word out it's of nobody. It's like camera time. Yeah, it's Colonel time. <laughs> I, and and if I got my my SpongeBob boxes on or whatnot, you know what? Your friends are just gonna have to deal with that yeah, because this is you're my house. Right? You're the king. My of king. I'm my, my castle. House. This is my house. This is my house, Eddie. Lillian did not <laughs> use the phone. <laughs> Lillian, Lillian did not drive the car. <laughs> So, um, on December 27, 1954, Charles and Betty, with a Y-E, were married. Yay. Yay. They have a daughter. Mazel tov. <laughs> and a daughter. Did they uh, the daughter would board? later change her name, and no the one knows what changed her name. <laughs> uh, seriously, no one knows what happened to her. She changed her name and uh, would have nothing to do with the family. Charles works, uh, worked in many different fields, but was unable to hold a job more than a few months. He worked as a high school teacher. He became a uh, bullfighter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he did. Uh, to show, just to show his friends that he could do it. Was that a demand occupation? I don't just, know. Just to watch him die. He styled hair. 
That was more of his uh, feminine uh, Joe side. Hmm? You know, I watched. He manufactured baseball bats. To me, I watched a, a I Netflix. I'm not through his resume. Just, here. just real quick, I watched a Netflix special. I want you to think about this: a Netflix special on the bullfighter who had been gored more than any other bullfighter. Oh, that's it. Then he's not a good bullfighter. <laughs> yeah. Isn't you know? it time to quit? Yeah. Like, one good goring, you think, would yeah. do it to you. One good goring and I'm out. Yeah. This guy had been gored, and he finally got killed. Well, well, of course he did. It was, was just a matter of time. He was dedicated. It's like hanging out with you. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, just a matter of time. So he worked as a school teacher. He became a bullfighter to show his friends that he could do it. He styled hair. He manufactured baseball bats. He worked as an illustrator and was a designer for a company a company that made airplanes. He's a jack of all trades. He really was. In 1961, the year of my birth, when he was 27, uh, Charles was caught stealing hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise from a local hardware store. He was arrested for receiving and concealing stolen goods. His mother bailed him out. The charges did not stick, and he was released and suffered no consequences. You got nothing on me, coppers. In 1968, at the age of 34, uh, he broke into the Arkansas State Teachers College, changed all of his uh, previous grades to A's and B's, removed the fact uh, the record uh, from the record that he was expelled, and gave himself a master's degree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He's a very learned man. I wish I could do that. Yeah, it's harder to do now, but I guess maybe if you were a hacker, you could do it. No doubt. Charles uh, was sentenced to three years probation uh, in Hunt County, Texas, for forgery and altering official records. Oh, he got caught. Yeah, he got caught. In 1971, uh, he was arrested for forging uh, cashier's checks. He received probation. In 1975, the years that the Reds won the World Series. Was that the year of our Lord? Yes. Okay. Charles separated from his wife, Betty. With uh, an E? And Betty with a Y-E. And she retained custody of their daughter. In 1978, the, the most important person in Charles's life, his mother, Dale, passed away. And his behavior then became erratic. Yeah. Then it got weird. It yeah, got this weird. is where things get weird. Yes. So, in the early 1980s, Charles began to befriend and gain the trust of his neighbors. He was even asked by local residents to babysit their children. Those are clearly people that do not love their children. (laughs) What happened then? I... Yeah. (laughs) And then she said... (laughs) So, wait a minute. So, what had happened was, in 1981... While visiting some friends, he molested their nine-year-old daughter. By oh, their you friend, remember he was a molester too. Yeah. Now see, I, now I'll invite a forger, a burglar, a thief, a bullfighter, a bullfighter, yeah, and maybe even an eyeball stealer to my house for dinner. But I draw the line at molesters. No. I cannot abide yeah, a molester. Gross. I agree. That's gross. It is gross. But you'll feel better knowing that he was prosecuted, pled guilty, and received probation. Well, as he should. Well, it's not like he raped her. As he should. Uh, you mean as he should? Well, I mean, 
even back then, it seemed like, oh, just a, oh, a simple oh. case of molestation. Just, Not uh, a big deal, yeah. Give well, the man a second chance. Yeah. Let's put him in charge yeah. of well, daycare over later claim, He later claimed, you know what, he really didn't Did do it. Did you see the guy in California who had to register as a, a sex offender and he was waiting in line to register and he started masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's fabulous. It's, it's not a good uh, uh, it, it's not a good example of self-control. I was, think you put him in the... That's when you go to the express line, Timmy. <laughs> you put, wait a minute. I saw someone high. <laughs> you know what? That's when you let him cut in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You certainly don't want him don't standing want behind you. <laughs> no, please go ahead. Yeah, please. Just <laughs> coming through. Just let, yeah. him, let him go. Literally coming through. Right. <laughs> I guess he figured he had to register anyway. Might as well knock one out while I'm standing here. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got, I got 10 minutes. I got time. <laughs> yeah. I got time. Two hands. I got what am number. I going to do? I got a number. <laughs> number 58, please. Oh, hold on. Just a minute. <laughs> you go ahead. Was this a, well, yeah. Who's touching the pin after that guy? Okay, so so back to Charles. Is this in California or Florida? I think it's, I think it's that California. That seems like a Florida California. Thing. Okay, so back to Charles. He was he was yeah. arrested for molesting a neighbor's child. Yeah, he was. And he claimed that he was innocent, but he pled guilty just to avoid the hassle. Because it's a pain in the ass to have to go to court for twiddling a kid. I mean, it really is. It's just yeah. pain in the ass. Okay, whatever. It's like getting your license renewed. Yeah. Well, every every time he did anything, he got probation. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I don't like about this is so many things can be considered masturbation. You know, I mean, you're walking down the street. you got to adjust yourself. The next thing you know, the police got you up against a car. Yeah. And you're getting charged with... I think the with, problem comes when you pull it out to adjust. Well, sometimes you got to start all the way you over. Well, you can't do that on a city sidewalk. They frown but on that. Apparently, <laughs> they it's frowned you upon. You cannot do it on Fountain Square. Well, don't here's like the it. question I have about that. What? Okay. So, you want to pleasure yourself. Right if now? If you're a person, <laughs> if you're a human being, I think you have that right to pleasure yourself. Well, I think as a guy, I, the Constitution says pursue the happiness. If you want to pleasure yourself... Go get a fucking slice of peanut butter pie, but keep your junk in your pants. But if, if it's not affecting you... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is look the other way. No, that's not what... You know, women can do it. That's fine. And you would never know. I, well, I, I, Women can do it, and you would never know. You guys cannot. That's I, not fair. I'm doing it right now. You aren't. <laughs> I promise you, you're not. But you don't know if I am or not. <laughs> If I, well, if I have to get up and smoke after all this. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's an ancient Chinese secret in there that you're not telling us about. No. <laughs> no. Well, see, that's not fair. That's not fair that women can oh, masturbate. Oh, yes, it's you not know, fair. Where, where it is not Tell fair. me, middle-aged white guy, tell me how <laughs> things are not fair to you. That women are able I'm to. I'm dying to hear and about that women it. are able to masturbate anywhere they want. Well, and, and, yeah. and, and if you see them, then it's sexy. But if we do it, they haul us away. And, you know, it is sexy. And, like, if I was, like that you said, if somebody's washing their car, I go over to the car wash, I tear off my shirt, and I start rubbing my chest against that foam yeah. windshield. Somebody's going to cough me away. They should. Or they're going to tase me. They or should. they're going to hit me with a high-pressure hose. And they should impound the car. <laughs> and you're going to be at the at the, uh, at the but, center reg- registering as a sex offender. <laughs> yeah. behind a guy who's mad. But Chuck, but Chuck... <laughs> 
Those are high school fundraisers. <laughs> <laughs> but if Renee does the same thing to the same car, all of a sudden there's a crowd. It's a, it's a double standard. Going, it is. It's an yeah, unfair double standard. It's horrible standard. for you guys. Mm-hmm. You poor things. You guys can masturbate anywhere you want. City yeah. bus. Anywhere. You can flop your boobs out well, anywhere you want to. It's not like I went and bought a clit o'clock <laughs> and set that thing for every three minutes. I I'm need just saying. I need that. And you know where I got rent to pay. And, and you know where else they have lesbian sex at those uh, tanning salons? All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, they say they're going to the gym and to the tanning yeah. salon. Yeah. Yeah, you know they're going in there having lesbian sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're idiots. Do they ever look? Do they ever look any more tan when they come home? <laughs> no. Well, you know what? And and the biggest giveaway is when there's like a. a the stomach and all that. <laughs> yeah, they get. There's a head shaped white yeah. spot on yeah. the belly. It's yeah. like, no, I, that's a dead giveaway. Have either one of you two pasty motherfuckers ever been in a tanning bed? <laughs> I'm just saying, I know there's a lot of lesbian sex going on there. there. Have either of you ever been in a tanning bed? Ever. No, but no. Well, I have not, but I know. Not surprised. I know you that there's not. lesbian sex. I have, not, been, I have not been bed. into a tanning bed okay. because I do not want to get lesbian pubes all over. You know, I think I think <laughs> when they go to get their hair hair done, quote unquote. You know they massage in the scalp. And, and you know, and like, oh, I mean, they, they go they go to the, uh, the they go to get their hair done like every week. We, we get our haircut what once a month. Because you don't have that much either one of you. And tell me Shut this, got a comb over. I do not have a comb over. For God's tell sake. Tell me this. Renee went and got a massage the other night and tipped a woman twenty dollars. Now you tell yeah. me there was not some lesbian. There was not some lesbianism going on there. Okay. Mrs. Her. Colonel. Oh, you know what you know what I would not do? I would not go to get a massage and a dude comes in, man. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, oh no. Uh-uh. It has to be an attractive woman. Asian pref- preferably. Of course. Well. Yeah. So yeah. so I need to keep in mind that when you go get a massage, Helga, <laughs> the big the big tranny masseuse, yeah. needs to come in and from, see you. From Berlin. Yeah. And I hope that she just gives you a happy ending, whether you like it or not. It's not going to be very happy. Mm. It'll be an ending, though. Any. Who? Back to Charles Albright, the yeah, Texas eyeball killer. Yeah, yeah, we're still talking about him. I know it doesn't seem like it. but Well, he was on probation for molesting Yes, kids. he was. All right. that, that's not funny. So... Uh, let's see, in, in 85, in our... 1985? 1985 in yeah, Arkansas. Uh, Albright met a woman named Dixie. Oh. Uh, you know, it's what's, here's what is the ironic thing. The X is pronounced. Here's what, where do you meet her at? Arkansas. Okay, here's the thing. Here, this is a little... He was in Texas, in the heart of Dixie. He goes north, and he meets a woman named Dixie. And gets in the vagina of Dixie. Yeah. He was in the heart of Dixie and in the vagina. That, those are amazing Dixie. insights. I don't have anywhere on here that he was in Texas. He keeps that little tidbit to himself. He was from so Dallas. I said he was the Dallas Ripper. Where do you so think he was from? Way. Connecticut? <laughs> That's That's right. That's stupid. That would be mean? another misnomer. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Okay, so he he invites her to live with him. Uh, nice. And soon... She was paying his bills and supporting him. Yeah, see, now that's a woman I want right there, Charles. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. Well, he delivered newspapers in the early morning, apparently well, to visit working. prostitutes without arousing Dixie's suspicion. Well, 
You know, he had to come home and he had to come home and he probably she probably required him to service her and all kind of stuff. There's nothing. I right. mean, you go out and you go out, and get up early, deliver papers, go to a hooker. You, when you, you get know. home, you're tired. You don't feel like no one down on your wife. Here's oh. the thing. But Here's didn't the they thing. make you anyway? Yeah, they make you really? anyway. You got your ears all brown. The hookers, your ears all the hookers that are out at like. Five o'clock in the morning. Well, those from the, the ones you want. <laughs> Leftover from the those night before. Even so, <laughs> even worse. Yeah. yeah, but you get a cut. You get a, bit, a good better deal. You well, do. you get a bit. It's like it's, closing time deal. Yeah. But it's like the end of the year sale. Yeah. Clearance sale. Yeah. It's like it's like car, buying a car at the end of the year. So you're either getting used nasty snatch that's been gone, you know, real hard and put away wet all night. Not if you pick or the ones. you get. The daytime hooker, which yeah. is never a good idea. Well, sometimes, sometimes they, you know. Nope, they don't. So anyway, <laughs> so at uh, in 1983, at the age of 53, Charles had lost both of his parents. Mm-hmm. Albright moved in with uh, moved Dixie to Austin. Okay, back in he Texas. Inher- yes, he inherited almost a hundred thousand dollars for from the savings and efforts of his parents. Oh. Yeah, because remember that he. Um, they bought him property, and then yeah, they, he was yeah. an investor. And when they died, yeah, they had an estate. Um, even with his inheritance, Dixie worked at a gift shop and fully supported Albright and paid all of the household expenses. That's a fucking relationship, right God, there. I feel like I dated this guy. Uh, in 1990, Charles started to exhibit strange behavior, such as mowing the lawn in his underwear. <laughs> Or rubbing his man titties all over a car. What the, he mowed a lot in the underwear. That doesn't seem that if hot. It's a, if it's Damn a hot hides. day, yeah. I, I, if it's a hot day, I will, I will mow the yard in my boxes. I, you, yeah, I, I don't like to see. I, mean, I, 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 I really do the, um, the denim speedo look when you were out mowing the lawn. It depends. I really it don't like see, seeing uh, men walking around bare chested. It's not a good look. Well, it is for some. No, I mean, very few. No, very few p- people can actually. Pull off. There are very plenty of people that can pull that off. I will show you right here, Tim. <laughs> I would I prefer you. that you did not. Mm-hmm. No, no you, I, you, you've seen my chest before, Devil. Here you go. Here you go. Take a look. Take a gander that right she there. She may be masturbating. We don't know it. <laughs> You're <laughs> masturbating right now, ain't you, Devil? I'm no. sorry about that. I didn't mean to get you. It I cr- did not mean it. to push your womanly hormones over the edge. It like crawled that. back inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All so right. he's out so, mowing the lawn in his underwear. Yeah, he's out in his drill. He's mowing the lawn. Uh, store clerks alleged he masturbated on the produce at local grocery stores. Oh! Nothing hotter than the melon. <laughs> the zucchini? Was it the zucchini? I, it doesn't say. He masturbated on produce at the local grocery and, and the store clerks did not like it. <laughs> well, I don't blame him. I mean, geez. Prior to the masturbation incident, the store manager had received several complaints that Charles was walking up to female customers and commenting on their eyes in a creepy way. Hey, man. <laughs> Beautiful eyes. Can I cut them out? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see them on a plate. <laughs> I think I'm going to go drink off on some. Would you like some strawberries and cream? Didn't. <laughs> jerk off on the melons. Oh. At least he wasn't jerking off on the free samples, ladies. <laughs> I'm trying to, what's that pickup line talking about? Did um, something about... Somebody took some stars from the sky and put them in your eyes, or some goofy There's shit. There's two stars missing from the sky. Yeah, because they're in your, yeah. in your eyes. Mm-hmm. They're jammed in your face. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Um, around this time, Charles also became obsessed with true crime. Yeah. Now there's parallels to Chuck. 
Started, he started drawing pictures of mutilated women and collecting books on serial killers. And it's hard to get the eyes right on the mutilated women. And he probably is on our Facebook page. You know, <laughs> that's true. Do you watch Bates Motel? Do you watch that ever in life? No. It's fabulous. You should watch it. Anyway, so Norman, Norman Bates, yeah. uh, you know, he was into taxidermy. Yeah, yes. as we know, yeah. and he did. He did bitch an awful lot that the eyes were the hardest thing. They are to the get hardest right. thing to get right. So you know, yeah. but then he started taking real eyes. And, or I think or I don't remember. Anyway, wonderful show though. You should definitely watch it. Uh, he collected dolls. Okay, which is which is weird. Middle wage man collecting dolls is a, is a little bit. Uh, it's weird. Different. And he would remove the eyes, puts it way over to creepy. Different. Yes, yeah, it's well, different. Well, one, doesn't one make time, him a killer. Once, when a friend broke up with his girlfriend and he threw out all of her pictures, Charles re- retrieved the pictures from the trash and cut out the eyes of the photos and made a mosaic. I think I which he hung that. on his bedroom wall. You may have, but it's written here. I didn't know old boy was into decoupage, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he had a thing for eyes. I mean, you know, every everyone has their... Uh, <coughs> well, if he has a thing for eyes, then why does he just, remove them yeah. from the pictures? You can't see the eyes. Then they're just big old white holes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, see? Mm. Um, the Dallas police had no idea... Which was the name, actually, of your college softball team. What? Big white <laughs> holes? Like, if someone got a grand slam, would you guys, like, <laughs> start French kissing each other? <laughs> Oh my God! No, it made me think of the Courtney Love thing. I just watched the, that uh, Netflix thing, soaked in soaked in bleach or washed what in bleach about Kurt Cobain's suicide. It's it, pretty uh, good. Yeah. Are they? Did they? Is it a documentary? Yeah. And they? What are they saying that she was involved with it? Yeah. I don't think she was. I think she was. I think she's too strung out. So anyway, I kind of you know I would have dated Courtney Love if I'd known her I personally. Bet she had. I think yeah. a hygiene. She I had. She was well, a little damaged. Did. Oh, she's slightly <laughs> scratched she had, and dented. She had yeah. she, from everything I've seen about the woman, she had questionable hygiene, Timmy. Oh, well, that's. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Look at her. She always looks like she smells. Hole was pretty good, though. Well, it's Depends personal. on what hole you're talking about. The there. band hole oh, personal. was very good. Uh, the Dallas police had no idea what they had begun when they, they collected the body of a murdered prostitute on December 13, 1990. Uh, she was found in plain sight, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, on the eight hundred, on the eight eighty, what the fuck, eight thousand eight hundred block, whatever, eight eight hundred block of yeah, Beckley was, Beckley View in the Oak Cliff neighborhood. The Oak Cliff neighborhood in Dallas at that point was a, a neighborhood frequented by prostitutes. So it wasn't the upper echelon. No, no, okay. it was like the you know the bad part of town where all the hookers and crack. Uh, crack horse with? Yeah. Uh, the kids who first who found her thought they'd stumbled across a mannequin. Instead, it was a nearly nude body of a dark-haired woman lying face up, wearing only a t-shirt, and she was shot in the back of the head with a forty-four caliber bullet. Damn. There, well, and so not surprising, there was blood on her face and shirt. I would think so. I would as well. I would think there'd be blood a block and a half away. I mean, there's a little sentence there that just seems a little goofy. You know, you guys can start writing scripts anytime you want. No, but you're so good at it. Uh, The victim had been the victim had been Mary Lou Pratt, 33. She was a known prostitute. And I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad it wasn't Mary Lou Retton. I'm certainly glad about that too. Mm -hmm. She would have fallen from grace. 
Yeah. You know, I saw Nadia come in each when I was uh, uh, down at the Cincinnati um, the Coliseum mm-hmm. back, in, back in the 70s. Just sharing that. Oh, that was it? That was your story? <laughs> yeah. She was good. I saw Muhammad Ali on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. The area that she was... Okay, here we go. The area she is found in has been described as a hangout for drug dealers, drug addicts, and prostitutes. See, I told you. Yes, you did. It was not far from the area that Lee Harvey Oswald retreated to a movie theater after shooting President Kennedy. Yeah, it's near uh, Bigley Plaza. To the... Yes. Mm-hmm. To the police that day, the murder just seemed like... Was it near the grassy knoll? I don't know. Well, for shit's sake. I, you I, seem I, to know every fucking thing else. Why don't you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Just read the script. You're I'm, a talking head. That's right. all you are. Asking <laughs> questions. I can have my own thoughts. Know your role, woman. I can have my own thoughts. Uh, to the police that day, the murder just seemed like one of the routine risks of the shady business of prostitution. Yeah, you know, really, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to this podcast, you know what Brandy is? She's the pretty weather woman. Yeah. You know how to with get the, the weather breast. woman? Yeah, with the big boobs. Yeah. She really don't have to do nothing but point at the map and yeah. just show up and you know, it's be. The one, all the... all the uh, Show the big boobs yeah, and be pretty. All the viewers all are wanking to off to. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you are here. They, yeah, they ain't asking her to think, analyze, no, do any no, political commentary. No, please just read yeah. what's in front of don't, you. Don't even do the sports scores. You know, that's why I don't sake. get jobs, because I'm so pretty and my titties are just so big. <laughs> well, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. No, we're not criticizing you for it. No. I, I mean, think, uh, oh, it sounds like I you're, wish you're, had, you're had criticizing. Big don't you wish you had big boobs? I wish I had them. I know, you'd never leave the house. I would not leave the house. Uh, you, you, you know, you're only a couple years away. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I'm or a couple close. Twinkies. A couple Your call, whichever comes first. Uh, let's see, it was soon discovered that this one went beyond the reactive type of killing from anger over money. There was something more deviant afoot. What was that? Well, Dr. Elizabeth Peacock. <laughs> Love the name. <laughs> the A is silent. Uh, the medical examiner was going over... If I was the doctor, I would be Dr. Peacock. You'd be Dr. Cock, wouldn't you? <laughs> right, my choice. Wait, no, you doctor, and then P. Cock. I, I would be Dr. Do All Kinds of Shit instead of Dr. Doolittle. You'd talk be, to animals. I, no, I wouldn't be talking to animals. I'd just do everyone. Doctor do everyone. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, I, you know why, why did he spend your time talking to fucking animals? I'd, I'd specialize in mammograms. Dr. Doolittle was the animal whisperer of his time. Because there ain't nothing I like better than of his day. squeezing some <laughs> some breast <laughs> tissue in there, Timmy. <laughs> Let's talk about lesbian softball players. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Dr. Elizabeth did you, Peacock, did you, just I have to get for safety, just I for leave safety. work early. Just for safety reasons, did you check each other for lumps and whatnot? No, we can check our own tits for lumps. Well, there might be some, you know, that's dangerous because there might be some areas you're not able to reach. Yeah. I can reach everywhere on my face. And they could stand you behind much. you and reach all areas. I can reach Real good. I can reach my entire boob. And what about, like, you know, a pap smear? Amateur pap smear? <laughs> I don't enjoy the. With peanut butter. Gross. God. All right. Shut up. Uh, see, she's going over the body to ascertain the cause and manner of death. Because you know, Columbus they, has a lesbian softball league. Good for them. Big gaping bullet hole in the back of her head wasn't enough. So I don't understand what else you would need. She would need to determine. Well, that was iffy. 
Well, so, um, let's see. So she put her hands on the dead woman's face and prepared to look at the condition of the eyes. She touched the stiffening lid and pulled it open. To her surprise, guess what wasn't there? No, she didn't have no eyeballs. She only saw muscle and gore, no Ugh. eyes. In mm. fact, something in a, is awry. A mess. Something is amiss. Is a mess. In fact, it appeared that the eyeball had been removed with surgical care mm. and not merely gouged out in anger by somebody's thumbs. I wonder if he could use one of those melon ballers. Yeah. Take out an eye. So, she looked at the other eye. Same shit. No eyeball. Well, that's a little bit disconcerting. He had removed both eyes without making much of a mark on the lids. And apparently just, you know, put them in some Tupperware and took them back with him. Makes it very difficult for a person to make eye contact. It does. And see, here's why I'm... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Not an organ donut, Timmy. Okay. And this very much reminds me of this. Down is that you know? Don't you want your penis to live after you? Well, see, go Jimmy, on. His, his but here's my go point. On, little soldier. <laughs> I, I've spent my life, you know. I've go been, on and disappoint women for <laughs> decades. I have. I've spent my life in dedication to the Lord's work, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope to find a, a a different home when I leave my earthly my earthly residence. And when I get there, I don't know what shit I'm gonna need, Timmy. So I do not you think want you to need a pecker. I do not want to live my whole life yeah. as I have. You may be happier than a dog with two peckers. Get up to heaven, not have any eyeballs, no pecker, no kidneys, no organs, and then them say, "Well, you just gotta lay down over here." And then they just like the joke is on you. Yeah. Can you you know I'm wondering, can you actually like reuse? So if you put, if Chuck is a penis donor, mm-hmm. I could be. Okay, you're two not, people actually. No, actually, it's not big enough. So it's, there's a there size requirement. A certain, well, yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to give you don't want to give some poor sap a micro penis, <laughs> right? Exactly. So my question is: so if Chuck gives somebody his penis. Mm-hmm. I have given my penis before freely. Continue, so Brandon. if somebody lobs off his penis and gives yeah. it to somebody else, and they sew it on and it works, and da da da, then can that person? Yes. Donate that Penises tissue. are transferable. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many times you can, you know. Well, my penis comes with a lifetime guarantee. You can you can transfer a penis three times. <laughs> a pe- I went to law school. Oh, you can transfer it three times 
After that, the warranty is not good. After the, no, the fourth time, uh, it, it you can't do it four times. You can only do it three times because uh, the penis becomes ineffective after that. Are you sure? Yeah, I went to law school. Well, then, son of a bitch. Okay. But you didn't pass the bar. I didn't take Given the, the bizarre bar. nature of the crime, same thing, local detectives contracted the FBI's Violent Criminals Apprehensive Program. That's what you said, no, oh, a mouthful. <laughs> a computerized database that provides details about prior crimes or criminals. Vicap. Vicap. Uh, who may have some who may have some predictive association with the other with I don't know what he, this whole thing didn't make any sense. They, they, so sort of, they got a hold of Vicap. They yeah, said and they and to they, see if there was anything in Vicap. They to see if there's anybody yeah. out there. I got it. I cut, summarized. Cut, no, uh, People out there ripping out eyes. Yeah. All right. Continue. Yes. Continue, Bradley. Yes. Jesus Christ. Just a talking head. Just given the, the Just best, do, do your the job. Fucking talking head. Do your here. job. Hmm. Like Max Hedren. Given, <laughs> given the apparent ritual involved in the incident, the criminal behavior specialist suggested, so criminal minds suggested, that the killer had murdered, murdered for pleasure and taken the eyes Why of else souvenirs. Hmm? Why else would you murder? Sport. To help him li- relive the erotic it's sensations of his violence. Yeah, like you couldn't tell that. All right, anyway. In the way of all such killers, eventually the vividness of his memory would diminish along with the sense of power that he had gained, and he likely would seek to renew it. He's a scoffer. Huh? He's a scoffer. No, did he skull fuck her? Because how many times have you heard, I will rip out your eyes and skull skull fuck fuck you? you. No. Did he skull fuck the girl? No, he did not. Okay. In fact, Prandy will get into this. I will get into it, but he's going to give it away first. (laughs) So please. Continue, Brandy. You know what? I wonder what Christmas is like at Timmy's house. Somebody's opening presents. (laughs) He says, by the way. Oh, you're going to love that tie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's we, a CD, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bon Jovi, you're going to love Well, I, We knew you liked Bon Jovi, so we got you the CD. Bon Jovi. <laughs> I don't know. Slippery One Way. <laughs> one of the best CDs Josh ever. Carbon. Slippery and One Way. <coughs> he's the best, uh, he, he's the best uh, rock, star, uh, rock star to come out of uh, New Jersey. Now, you know, I, I think will he's say. right up there. I think Best that, rock star out of New Jersey um, ever. Mm-hmm. Bon Jovi is one of the, the best one of the greatly underrated bands of all time. No, they were fabulous. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Brandy. Uh, in the way of all such killers, since I'm now reading War and Peace. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hence, he would be prowling the streets looking for an opportunity to kill again. And here, therefore. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> the police placed this information in the file. They were aware of the danger, but had no real evidence from the scene to provide any leads. It was rumored that Mary Lou... People talk. Rumors, yeah. rumors were banned Word on about. the street <laughs> yeah. was that Mary Lou Pratt and another prostitute, Susan Peterson, had ripped off stolen goods from a warehouse belonging to one of their customers. It seemed logical to believe that maybe the man had got his revenge. Because that's what happens when you take stolen goods out of a warehouse... If they catch you, they're going to kill you and they're rip out kill your you eyes. And rip out it your happens. Eyes. Don't take that stereo. Mm-mm. So no, don't do that shit. But investigators could not discover who he was. The mutilation. If you masturbate, you lose your eyesight sometimes. I've heard that. You get hair. You get hairy palms. Yeah. Uh, the mutilation was kept from the media, and the back page report of the crime was soon forgotten. Yeah, they just forgot it. The case went cold, mm. while two Hispanic brothers were questioned based on a tip. There was no evidence against them. 
So I wonder why that's even in there, in the script. I don't know. <laughs> Two months passed before the police had reason to think of it again, and when they did, they recalled an incident that happened about the same time. Veronica, a prostitute named Flacca, for her, her unnaturally skinny frame, because she's a crack yeah, I, she Yeah, she was Hispanic, too. I saw her interview. Well, yeah, that's Flacca, yeah. Yeah. Got that. Okay. I watched Origins of New Black. All right. Uh, and she was familiar to officers John Matthew and Regina Williams, who patrolled as partners along Oak Cliffs Jefferson Boulevard. That place is no good. No, there was no. I would stay away from yeah. that place well, unless you are John. It's, or a well, crack, then it's uh, then it's candy crack. Yeah. Then it's candy. You know, a few days after the murder, Matthew spotted Veronica at the Star Eight Motel in mid December. Oh, I've stayed there. It's very nice. Well, they keep a light on for you. Oh, it's very nice. They That's have, the Motel no. Six, but whatever. <laughs> they have vending machines. No shit. Yeah. They change the sheets once a month, don't they? Uh, I'm not sure they ever change the sheets, but they, they have vending machines. And they have one of those ice machines. They don't give you a nice bucket. I don't know where you're supposed to take it back. Really? Yeah, we're, we're trying to... to hold on, hold on. Just a goddamn minute. We're trying to hold... We're trying to move this fucking podcast on. You and we're to. talking about a goddamn ice machine at a Star 8 that you ain't never been to before. <laughs> the fuck book. are you doing? What you do is you you uh, uh, open up your boxers, and then you put the ice... <laughs> Penis ice. Nobody. Well, if you're using it yourself, it doesn't. You have it. never used. You have never. You have never done the erotic ice trick and on Dave. I've never like sorority days. Wait, I've never taken ice out of somebody's boxer shorts and put it in my soda. <laughs> no, that's but, gross. But there's, you know, there is people who, particles and pubes. Well, they use the three P's. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. the you know the uh, one enjoy my best like the ice ice shaped dildos. You read all those porno books over there. They don't ever use First ice all, on body parts not, in there. They what? There's ice shaped dildos. Yes, there are. Wait, yeah, you get a, there's ice well, shaped dildos. Well, carving. it, ice carvings like the swans instead of a well, swan you put the you, the, the, you put you you know you. So got a mold. Like you, you got a mold. No, you got a mold. And you put water in it. You put it in your freezer. Oh, like for bachelorette parties? It's like freeze pops. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah like for yeah. bachelorette parties, like a or pudding pop. Sororities or important softball after you know what? Softball, yeah, game. softball game. This is fucking why. So anyway, well, I think they use nipple shape ice oh, in okay. a softball games. Oh, yeah, they okay. don't want penis. They don't want none so to do with penis. Street girls right. often brought customers to the Star Eight Motel, probably because of their ice machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she looked pretty bad that it's night. Free Wi-Fi there too. <laughs> it's slow though. <laughs> well, it's a little slow. She looked pretty bad that night, and she told the officers that on the previous evening, a man who had picked her up and tried to kill her. Indeed, he had raped her, hmm. and she had a wound on her head to show how brutal he'd been. Bastard. She barely escaped, she said, and had hidden from him until she could get to a friend's place for help. Violence was just a part of the lifestyle. So there was not much the officers could do for her, nor any reason they should link her incident with what happened to Mary Lou Pratt. Well, she still had her eyes. Yeah. When they saw her in a light blue truck on December 15th and tried to arrest the man, she insisted that he was the one who had saved her from her attacker and ought to be let go. Yeah, she knew who the guy was, and uh, they just didn't believe her because she, she, you know, she lied well, all the time. Well, she was a hooker. And she was a crackhead. And a crackhead. Yeah. Veronica told the police the driver was a man who called himself Speedy. 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 You don't want to be known as Speedy to the local S P E E D E E. Oh, Speedy. 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 
Spitting. Speedy. Spitting. Speedy. Like Gonzales. He just climbs on, goes at you like a rabbit. I love when Speedy Gonzales plays tennis by himself. I like when Speedy brings his cousin up. You remember when Speedy... Oh, yeah, Slowpoke. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yeah. We shall go get Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yeah, he says... He's, he, he, you know, the cat's always chasing. So the, the cat says, uh, the, you know, and he's not, he can't catch it. Isn't Tom? Isn't it Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tom. And Tom, so Tom says, it's, it's Tom Speedy says, you know, you, you need to give up. You're never going to catch me. You need to catch my, my cousin, Slowpoke Rodriguez. He's the slowest mouse in, or, in all Mexico, right? <laughs> so come along, come slumping around, and slow, <laughs> slow, Slowpoke Rodriguez, right? And I know this sounds terrible racist, but Fucking you know my, my my girlfriend's Latina, so I get by with it. So, <laughs> oh. so you so fuck one Latina, and all of a sudden you start <laughs> yeah. just throwing yeah. out. All of a sudden you can throw all motherfuckers. It's a cartoon. This has really happened. Okay. I apologize. Hey, I'm not. You know, okay, you know, if you know, it's cartoons, in a cartoon, they don't mean really happened. They're made up. <laughs> Because I seen a roadrunner go through a, a wall. They did. So, <laughs> was so anyway, by well, the coyote painted. Let me get back to the story. Okay. So, so Pope Rodriguez. That story, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Speedy's playing tennis by himself. Slowpoke Rodriguez comes along, and, 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 you know, Speedy stops playing tennis, and he sees Tom, I guess, and he points out, he says, there he is, there's Slowpoke Rodriguez. So well, I think Tom could have picked up on that. <laughs> Slowpoke rocks behind a building, and Tom, you know, jumps in, and you hear a big bang, and <laughs> Tom comes out, and his head's all blown off, you know, and he had a, he has, it's all crooked, and he has to straighten his head out, he's got his head blown off. And then Speedy says... I forgot to tell you, Slowpoke Rodriguez, he pack a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I mean, it's for I mean, kids. I'm glad that we took like five minutes of our life. I swear to God. That I mean, yeah, it's real Tom, I know Tom and Jim, going on about prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about that shit. That has to do with the story. <laughs> we need to talk about this slow Mexican <laughs> mouse. Sure we got time. Packing. Or the speedy Gonzalez. Packing, packing. Yeah. He's a rat with a gun. Yeah. Uh, Who believes in a rat with a gun? Uh, evidently. So what was he? Speedy, was he a chinchilla? What was he? I, I don't know what he was. He was a mouse, wasn't he? No, I think he was a chinchilla. I don't know. Who? Continue, Brandon. Speedy Gonzalez. Back. No, he was a mouse. He was a mouse. No. Yes, he mouse fucking is, was a mouse. He was a mouse. I'm going to look it up. He was a Mexican mouse. Jackass. All right, so but Veronica told the driver the man was a guy who caught himself Speedy, and the address on his driver's license listed a home on El Dorado Avenue, not far from there. Uh, she said he had a wife, Dixie, and that he and Veronica were just friends. Hmm. Oh, he said that. Hmm. So Speedy told him he had a wife, Dixie, and that he and Veronica were just friends. We skipped a whole thing there, but that's all right. Uh, the officers passed the story on to the homicide unit just in case it proved to be significant in some way. A couple of months passed without further incidents, but on February 10, 1991, uh, the day before or the year before I graduated, another prostitute, 27-year-old Susan Peterson, was found murdered. What's the point? You the year before you graduate, what does that have to do? With I don't nothing. Same fucking thing that a fucking Mexican mouse that moves at the speed and you know, of sound doesn't do with anything. Not one, I'm looking it up here. Not one person did the voice of Speedy Gonzalez was a Mexican. We got... It was Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. We got Eric Goldberg, which is an old Mexican name right there. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the guy from Saturday Night Live? I believe, yeah. That's yeah, I older mean, than him. 
necessarily. No, but it, he yeah, apparently two thousand eleven, two thousand fifteen. Well, it's a real exaggerated oh. accent too. Um, he was the fastest mouse in all Mexico. Yeah. But wait, well, which what's, meant, the, what's the operative word there? What's the mouse? operative word? You're right, but yes, here's what no, here's what nobody wants to say about Speedy Gonzalez. He's a fast motherfucker. No, and a snappy dresser. He was an illegal. Well. He's fast. He can go right across the border and back. Just that's why even we know he's there. That's why yeah. we need to build a wall. Slowpoke Rodriguez, however, but he packs <laughs> a gun. But he does pack, <laughs> he a pack a gun. All right. So Susan they're Peterson. coming over here shooting all cats. <laughs> Susan Peterson's dead at four o'clock, nearly <laughs> naked, had her T-shirt pulled up to display her breasts in the same manner as Pratt. And vagina. <clears throat> she had been okay. She had been shot three times in the top of the head, in the left bl- breast, and point blank in the back of the head. With a forty-four shot. Seems a little overkill, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, one bullet had pierced her heart and another entered her brain. A clump of her hair lay on her chest. She'd been dumped in South Dallas, just outside city limits, and the medical examiner found that this victim bore another grisly similarity. The eyes had been surgically <coughs> removed. There had been little bleeding and only two small cuts, so now police knew that they had a repeat killer, one who apparently operated from ritual, just as the FBI had said. Yeah, so now they got a they know now <coughs> they got a serial killer on their hands. This wasn't an isolated incident. Even worse, two days before her murder, Peterson had indicated to a patrol officer that she might know who Mary Lou Pratt's killer was. She hadn't offered an identification then, and now the information was gone along with her. Then why did she get in the fucking car with him if she knew who it was? Yeah. Uh, let's see. It appeared that the offender had taken Peterson to the same place to kill her as he'd taken Pratt. That helped to establish what geographical profilers would call his zone of familiarity. Mm. He likely lived or worked in the area and was almost certainly a resident of Dallas rather than a roving stranger passing through town like a hobo. Or a gandy dancer. Or a gandy dancer. Officers Matthews and Williams thought about what Veronica had said, and and she was still telling the same story about how she'd nearly been killed. She, like I had stated earlier, was a known crack addict, liar, and generally made little sense, but her consistency made her story more credible. They interviewed Veronica again, who now told officers that she had actually witnessed Pratt being murdered. But she couldn't identify the house to where she'd been taken and raped and beaten, so she proved to be useless. Tits on a boar. Yeah. Well, I mean, she had that information for him in the beginning, and they ignored it. Well, yeah, crackheads can't remember you everything You can't believe forever. a whore. You can't believe a whore. That's all. It's, you it's can all, believe a whore. You, you can't, can't outrun a crackhead. You no, cannot you can't. Not a meth head, you can't. You can't outrun a crackhead. <clears throat> See, and that's from a movie, and you guys don't know. That makes me Clerks, sad. I believe in Nope. All right. Well, tell us. No, I'm not going to tell you. You're right the now. listeners. You get, you got twenty thousand listeners. My, out there. Our listeners probably know the movie. Can I run a crackhead? All right. It's from Friday. Okay. Friday. Yeah. I ain't even heard of the damn movie. Yeah, I haven't either. It's what the fuck's wrong with what this? What kind of you're old? You it's, not, it's not a real movie. Because you're you know, old. She made you're it. right. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 All right. Uh, leads came in from people who had seen or who knew someone whom. They suspected to be the killer, but nothing panned out. The media soon dubbed the vicious attacker the Dallas Ripper. Detectives believed that the offender might have some medical background, but no one could locate a case in which this type of mutilation had occurred before. 
Two squad cars were assigned to the area of the murders to keep watch over the late-night activities. Because the first two murders had been months apart, they wondered if they might see another such incident in April, but the killer took them by surprise. Hmm. On March 18th, despite stepped-up police patrols, a black part-time prostitute... Oh, she's part-time. Yeah, he's switching now because the first two women were white. And full-time. Yeah. Mm. And now he's changing races. And you know they say that a, a black serial killer will change races as victims, but a white serial killer will normally either kill white women or black, black women. women. They won't they really but in this case, this guy was white. Go ahead. Well, this girl is black. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This he. Yeah, no, I understand. Okay. Stripping him up. So she's part-time, and her name is Shirley Williams, 41, and she was murdered. Ooh, a 41-year-old prostitute? Well, what's her other part-time job? I don't know. Exotic so. dancer? I don't know. Maybe I hope you get a discount on a 40-year-old vagina. Dunkin' Donuts. That, yeah, that's like... <laughs> I mean, think about it. That's like getting a day-old bread, but, you know, 40-year-old, 41-year-old vagina? Because, you know, what, what happens with 40? Yeah, you get the penis, too. Her nude body was found lying on its side near a school and blood pooled from her face onto the street. Uh, near a school. The uh. medical examiner who came who came to the scene rolled back her eyelids, fearing the worst, and discovered that this was the third victim in this series. The eyes were gone. Williams also had facial bruises and a broken nose, probably from being punched, and she'd been shot through the top of her head and in the face. In the face. I would be think being shot in the face would break your nose. Don't you now? You know what, Timmy? Now I believe that we should legalize prostitution. I certainly agree. But I think it should be—they should be licensed. And at forty, eh, cut off, cut off. Yeah. Well, then you have to provide them with some kind of retirement system. Well, you got the whole, whole security system. Mm-hmm. Do you like think social security? Uh, WSA. <laughs> what is that? What's that? Ten ninety nine. Yeah. You just take care of them, give them Medicaid, poor aid, whatever. Poor aid. Crack. <laughs> like Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, again, there was no Poor stamps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's there the only a- crime, and the only action which you include money and it becomes a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Again, there are no fingerprints or semen. If the killer had had sex with these women, he had been careful to use a condom. That's why Chuck was talking about the skull fucking... That never yeah. happened, but he he was not even leaving any semen around. Well, in fact, an un unlike the guy registering as a sex offender, his <laughs> he was semen. leaving it on the floor, yeah. on people's backs. Uh, he'd already been caught, so yeah. got it on the uh, In fact, an unwrapped condom lay next to the body, but he had not been nearly as careful this time as he removed the eyes. He'd slashed at her face as if he didn't quite know how to perform this deed. And in the eye socket, he'd broken off the tip of what turned out to be an exacto knife. Perhaps he'd been rushed, someone speculated. It'd been late when she disappeared. A background check indicated that William had Williams, I'm sorry, had been with friends the night before, getting high on the drugs. Mm. She mm. also told her daughter that she would be home that night. It was raining at the time, so Williams was given a yellow raincoat by a fellow prostitute. Well, see, there's honor amongst prostitutes. Yeah, they are. Uh, let's see. The friend said she had gotten into a white pickup truck and that it was the last anybody had seen of her. Another prostitute, identified as Brenda, told detectives that a few evenings before Williams had been murdered, a middle-aged white guy with salt and pepper hair and in good shape tried to kill her. And he said he had been driving a white pickup truck. 
She thought she recalled a mustache and slight beard stubble. His skin had been brownish, but he was not African-American. He invited her into his truck and wanted to take her somewhere to have sex. Uh, she resisted because she had her own idea of where to go and was careful to never leave familiar territory. That pissed him off, and he shouted about whores doing him wrong and had acted in such a way that she felt forced to spray him with mace. Oh! She didn't take no shit. Getting sprayed by a hoe. But he kept driving. He got hoed sprayed. <laughs> but he kept driving, so she jumped from the car while it was still moving. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. Well, or she would understandably had no need for contact. <laughs> understandably, the experiment the experience had shaken her. The police believed that Williams had been murdered in the area, probably outside somewhere, and that meant her clothing ought to turn up. Uh, a yellow jacket would not have been difficult would not be difficult to spot, so they set about scouring likely spots to have sex in private, kill, and perform his mutilations. They searched a field about a mile away, but came up with nothing. In any event, whether or not she'd, she was even his actual target for the night, Shirley Williams was the victim of a serial killer and one who did not stick with a specific victim type. This would make the investigation more difficult. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He was, was a different race. The Dallas police force now had to face this fact, and the FBI got more fully involved. The gun that had killed Mary Lou Pratt was identified by the, by, by the ballistics lab as the same one that had killed Shirley Williams. That was good because the Williams mutilation could have easily been problematic in court for a linkage analysis. Well, both of them had their eyes removed. You'd think that they're... You'd think that it's yeah, the same it seems to be, have something in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and while a different gun had been used on the second victim, her mutilation was so similar to Pratt's that there'd be no trouble claiming that those crimes were linked to a single offender. Anyone could have more than one gun. There were in Texas, after all. Given three murders in their territory, Officer Matthews and Smith thought about what they'd heard on the streets over the past month and turned their attention to the story that Veronica had told them about seeing Mary Lou Pratt murdered. Uh, they recalled the man had stopped. Wait a minute. They recalled the man they had stopped, Speedy, and decided to run a check on his address. Yet when they researched it, they found that the property listed in the name of Fred Albright who owned some properties near where the first body had been found, but Albright was deceased. That's curious, as was that the next thing they curious. learned. This is, yeah, a few days later, a frightened woman had called the deputy to discuss a man named Charles Albright, who was Fred's son. She once had worked in a clothing store in the mall, and Albright, a customer, had come in frequently and given her <clears> gifts. <throat> her fellow workers didn't like him, and she decided, but she decided to go out with him. She soon had reason to regret that decision, and she considered him to be dangerous. As Matthews and Wicker tell it... That's the detectives. They're the detectives. Okay. Albright revealed to her that he was a professional con man, and that he possessed a lot of stolen property. Although he was married, he convinced this woman to move into one of his rental properties, where he then came for sex. Hmm. She said that his demands... She said Mm -hmm. that his demands became weirder until he outright scared her, especially his obsession with knives and eyes. She moved out, got married, and moved on with her life, but remained afraid, even years later, that Albright would find her and kill her. (coughs) The best piece of information she offered was that she was aware that Mary Lou Pratt and and Albright had been acquainted. When the officers looked into Albright's history, it turned out that he had a long criminal record, including a conviction for aggravated assault assault on a child. 
Not only that, a woman named Dixie popped up in the records, and the officers recalled that Albright had said his, his wife's name. The facts and associations were growing more compelling by the minute. They knew they had to check this guy out. Meanwhile, the yellow raincoat that Shirley Williams was wearing on the night of her murder was located in a wooded area. It was sent to a forensic lab, forensic lab for analysis. A single hair was found on the raincoat. It turned out the hair was not human, but belonged to a squirrel. She got raped by a squirrel? Well, I, you know, squirrel, squirrel hair. No. Twas moose and squirrel. Twas moose and squirrel. Uh-huh. It, um, it, it was, it's, go ahead. Officer Matthews and Smith showed Brenda some photos to see if she could pick out the man who had picked her up and threatened her. She looked over the collection of mugs without hesitation, pointed to a photo of Charles Albright. Oh, now this is where it takes a turn, Timmy. All right, what happens next, Colonel? Well, the next step there was to contact Veronica and show us some photos. Mm-hmm. This is Veronica the crackhead. Veronica the crackhead, but by this time, Veronica in prison, she's difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. But, but in the end, out. she too selected Albright as her attacker. Mm-hmm. That's salt and pepper hair, get you. Now it was time to move on to Albright. Yeah. Only four days after Shirley Williams had been brought to the morgue, Timmy, the police had a warrant in their hot little hands for Albright's arrest and a plan to apprehend him. Mm. At that time, thanks to prostitutes, he could be charged with attempted murder and attempted assault. They could hold him and search him for better evidence in the three murders. A couple hours after midnight on March 22nd, members of the elite tactical squad came together and they surrounded his house. Sounds dramatic. They spotted a white pickup truck in the driveway similar to the one described by Brenda. They called the house to make sure there was a male inside and a man answered. At the signal, they moved in, Timmy. Mm-hmm. A window was smashed, stun, stun grenades were deployed. Albright would later complain about this procedure and ask why they hadn't just knocked. It's <laughs> <laughs> a polite thing to do. <laughs> Others broke through the door and rousted Albright and Albright and his wife from bed. Poor Dixie. Mm-hmm. And Dixie began to scream and demanded to know what they was doing. Because you know what she had in her cabinets? Dixie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dixie cups? cups. Yeah. yeah. But that's what she had on her bras, too. Um, because Dixie, apparently, at that moment, Albright, for the first time in their marriage, had decided, decided to service his wife in an oral fashion, Timmy. No, that's not true. Don't and say that. She's the, still alive. Right <laughs> as Dixie was reaching the point of crescendo to this act, the police busted down the door and broke her concentration, Timmy. Hmm. The woman has still, to this day, not finished that orgasm. I question that. I question your facts. Albright and Dixie were hustled off to the police station for interrogation. While investigators searched his house and prepared to look at other prostitutes listed under his deceased father's name. Now, one item of interest found in Albright's home was a collection of red condoms, since mm. that's the same color condom that had been found next to Shirley Williams' body. Did you ever use color condoms, Colonel? Colored? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use, to me, I, sometimes I used to use those orange ones, the bright orange uh-huh. ones, but then planes would land on the street. <laughs> so I had to quit using those. They were, they they're kept, good in the dark. They're, they're good in the dark, but yeah. then, you know... Because if you can, you don't know where your penis is, if you've got one of those, like, you know, like the suits that, that you... Or like a, if you go hunting, that that kind of... The night kind of... Yeah. Because I always figure, you know what, it's... 
I got the penis. I got it ready. Well, my concern is you might bump into a wall. Well, you know what? There's all kinds of places a penis could end up. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Oh, I know. And my feeling is, you know what? It's your responsibility, the woman's responsibility to where that thing ends up. Yeah. So if if I happen to end up a little bit north of my or, or south target or south whatever, um, don't blame me. Right. You know, don't don't look at me. No. So I got a bright orange condom on right here. You know what I mean? You keep an right. eye on it, and if it ain't if yeah. it's veering off, it, it is. Is and Brandy, I like your input here too. Isn't the it, the woman's responsibility to take you know to to guide? God said penis into the nether regions. Yeah. Isn't that your responsibility as a woman? Is there a responsibility? Yeah. I don't know if it's our responsibility so much as, you know, if you want it in the right hole, because clearly that shit slips around and does whatever. Well, it's self-interest. You need to help it out. Because if you're not going to help and it happens to hit the dirty flower... That is not my fault. Well, it's a little your fault. It's not really my fault. It's only my fault when I keep going. And you say, well, stop. Well, well, you just think, what would come to your mind is just you just had an extraordinarily... uh, (laughs) Large penis. (laughs) That was... Yeah, so, I mean, I I do... I was thinking an extraordinary, (laughs) inexperienced woman, but... Oh, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, That's happened, too, before. (laughs) Continue, Colonel. So, anyway... Yes, I do wear the bright orange condoms and ribbed for my pleasure. <laughs> um, your, your pleasure? Well, the ribs are on the inside. Oh, the I outside. see. I got so you. It's like having a bunch of little... Yeah, I got like you. Like a bunch of little speed I bumps. You. I got you. It's, it's like general, general rewards to mm-hmm. me. So anyway... Okay. <laughs> well, general rewards are like little I, I know what they are. Bumps. I know they, what they are. They tickle Continue. when you go in. Continue. Now... One Brandon item needs to home to get home and watch Outlander. Of interest found in Albright's home was a collection of red condoms. We got that. Mm-hmm. Albright also had a collection of books about serial killers and some Nazi literature. Ooh. Fucking Nazis. I got Nazi literature. Yeah, you're a fucking Nazi. No, I just... All right. It's history. Maybe now, according to the autopsy program, but no other source, the results of the search of the home turned up an obsession with dolls and eyeless masks. There was a collection of female figurines, too, Timmy. Hmm. Now, Devil, listen to this here. Why? The police believed his obsession with dolls was connected <clears throat> with what would be learned about Albright. He had a fascination with eyes. Hmm. They also recovered, now, the squirrel pube that you found. That they the found squirrel pube? The, yeah, the, the, the squirrel hair that they the found. The squirrel hair. I never saw anything about a pube. On they found on the yellow raincoat. The police also recovered debris from his vacuum cleaner and a collection of guns from his secret hiding hole. An, an, analysis, an analysis of the vacuum cleaner's contents proved interesting. It included squirrel pubic hair. Mm. The exact type of squirrel pubic hair found on Shirley Williams' raincoat. It wasn't a pubic hair. It was just a hair. I know. I don't understand why this is happening. They found a squirrel hair on the raincoat. They found the same squirrel's hair in his vacuum. What they think happened is that they were. He was uh, after he killed her. There was a squirrel in the area, and it got on his clothing, and he brought it home. It was also the same squirrel hair that was on the raincoat. So, at first he said he owned no guns, but caught in a lie, he told them where to look. 
One weapon was a Smith & Wesson 44 caliber revolver, the type of gun they were looking for, the type of gun that had committed so much havoc amongst the whores, Timmy. Hmm. But they had to test it to be certain it was the murder weapon. There was no match. So it wasn't the weapon. So all no. that drama you just went through there. For oh, I was leading up to. I see. Another one of our, at another one of our branch properties, they discovered a large collection of exacto knives with razor sharp blades that have been used could have been used to perform the precisical surgery. The what? The precisical surgery uh-huh. to take out an eyeball. That's interesting. Now, in fact, the blade from such an implement had broken off in the third murder victim. At the police station, detectives questioned Dixie. And she was aghast that anyone would think her husband had committed such grisly crimes. He was an easygoing guy liked by everybody. In fact, she offered an alibi. He was in bed with her every night. Hmm. He was, so you know how people say, I wish I was in Dixie? He hmm. was actually in Dixie. Gotcha. So he did have an early morning paper route. What the fuck is he, 14 years old? That's what I said. That was true, but he always was in bed when her alarm went off. When confronted with the fact that her husband had a criminal record, she admitted she had not known about such things. Mm. She also offered no reason as to why he would have condoms since she was well past menopause. Ah, she had a penis. Yeah, she was like 35 years old or something. She needed condoms because she had a penis. (laughs) She was using the condoms, Timmy. (laughs) I believe she... It doesn't say, but I believe Dixie was about 35, so she was getting the first eruption of a penis and she was past menopause. Now, she'd known about these condoms, but never questioned them. Right. Now, that's a little peculiar, because if Renee came home and found a, a dozen condoms in my drawer, she'd be a little, little curious as to yeah. why I'd have condoms. She'd be curious, but grateful. <laughs> well, probably, yeah. Um, now, Dixie continued to stand by her man, but these revelations must have shaken her to her very core. The more the investigators learned about Albright, the less certain that they were that they had the right guy. He did not fit the profile of a serial killer, and he had an alibi. He had a master's degree, all but a fake one. Yeah, a fake one, right. Knew several languages, although Vulcan did not count as one, but these cops did not know that. Yeah, Uh, Pig Latin. Sure. He was a former science teacher. Mm. He was charming. Mm. Debonair? Debonair was in a seemingly satisfying relationship and seemed completely at ease with having his home searched and his gun tested. He did also did not abuse substances. He seemed to be an, a, 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 a Christ-abiding, God-fearing man, Timmy. Seems like on the surface. Who was still servicing his post-menopausal, dried-up, penis-growing wife of a woman. So anyway... So, I mean, the guy was a good guy. He was yeah. given... It was like community service. Yeah. He was sleeping with a man. <laughs> Basically, he was. His associates were questioned about him, and they remained loyal. Certain they had... The police had the wrong man. Albright had coached football, helped with Cub Scouts. He was kind to children. He was both articulate and autistic. Except for the ones he molested. Well, no, he was not kind to that one. Right. He was a cultivated man, accomplished in many things from piano to bullfighting, who seemed anything but a murderer. He played on a softball team with several local police officers. He was generous, friendly, and helpful to people in need. 
Sounds like you, Colonel. Yes, Sidney. He was apparently too old. At 57, he defied the stereotypes of the angry young lust killer who is generally in his 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. You know the type, devil. According to what was then known about most serial killers, they tended to be loners and losers, taking only menial work and maintaining relationships not for very long. They were usually narcissistic and often in search of short-term gratification, such as the man who masturbated in the line waiting to get his driver's license renewed. No, registering as a sex offender. Okay, well, register for some. I wonder if they give you a card. They give you a number. I know. Yeah, they they give you a card. Do you carry around, like, I got my concealed carry, and here, officer, I'm a registered sex offender, and, uh, okay. Yeah. And I can vote. Yeah. While Texas had not seen me... You can update your Facebook status. (laughs) It's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) While Texas has not seen many serial killers, do they even let you put that in relationships anymore? It's complicated. I I think so. Because I used to occasionally just change mine to it's complicated. (laughs) And uh, I think so. While Texas had not seen many serial killers until that means you're whoring around, basically, doesn't (laughs) it? I think it does. Um, Texas. Well, actually, Texas had seen a lot of serial killers. They just didn't know they had serial killers. Um, the Dallas police had dealt with none. They knew from the FBI profile what to expect, and Albright just did not fit. He claimed that the officers would not find a woman who would say he treated her badly. But on the other hand, on the other hand to me, what, 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 with what more digging, mm-hmm. it turned out that there was more to Albright after all. What's that, Colonel? What did they find? Well, occasionally, someone had a story about Albright's temper. Hmm. He'd once quit a job over a minor incident and became violent. Did he shoot a man to watch him die? Another time, after a softball game, the player spotted an attractive woman in the stands. Since Charlie was single at the time, one of his teammates suggested he introduce himself to her. Charlie became enraged and said that all women are whores. (laughs) His birth mother had been a prostitute and abandoned him. He hated all prostitutes and wanted to kill them. And it was noted that Albright lived a somewhat parasitic life as Dixie paid all of the bills. Bastard. He'd inherited a substantial amount of money. Sounds after like you, Colonel. <laughs> right. bit after his father died, but he'd squandered that. He also clearly had a secretive life, Timmy. Going to prostitutes for years without his wife ever knowing. Hmm. He'd lied several times during his interrogation, had a record of shoplifting, and was clearly a womanizer. Clearly. Fucking womanizer. Now, some people saw him as a smooth operator. Sinead. Sinead. Smooth operator. Sade. Sade, yes. Smooth. All right. No singing, please. No, okay. I'll stop singing smooth operator. No, please, please continue. Sade, how the hell? There ain't no R in her name. I know about the silent letters, but her name is S-A-D-E. How is she going to get by with calling herself? Sade. Sade. She calls herself Sade. I don't think so. It's like Charmander in the Pokemon thing. There ain't no R in your name, woman. It's silent. Yeah. Why don't you... You know what? My name is spelled C-H-U-C-K, but why don't you just call me Bob? My That's name, how it's pronounced, my name, Bob. My name is spelled T-I-M-E, but the E is silent. <laughs> yeah. Tommy. Tommy. So anyway... anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. Your role is to just sit there yeah, and look Yeah, you pretty. sit there and be pretty. Now, quiet, woman. 
when we want you to I talk, am, we will tell it over we, here. We want you to talk. We will ask you. Yes. You know what? Continue, Colonel. He'd lied several times during his interrogation, had a record of shoplifting, and was clearly a womanizer. You said that before. Okay, so I, I wanted yeah. to drive that fact home. Yeah. Womanizer. Some people saw him as a smooth operator. Christ. Stretching Christ. the truth and using people for his own gain. I don't even know how she uses that <laughs> name. Sucks. Name. When there's no R. Exactly. That's some bullshit right there. It's like the Beatles. I mean, the, the Beatles, did they call themselves the Beardles? The, I mean, there ain't no R in there. Ain't okay. Beatles. Wrap this up, for Christ's so, sake. So anyway, here's my point. Even though some people saw him as a smooth operator, smooth operator, um, he stretched the truth and used people for his own game, but keeping a likable persona as a way to exploit them. So he wasn't squeaky clean, Timmy. Mm. He was not squeaky clean. But he was also not what any of the cops would have expected a serial killer to be. That posed a problem for this investigation. If they arrested him and charged him with the wrong man, the media, which had already played up the story, would skewer them, Timmy. Mm. It would skewer them. Not to mention such a mistake to give the real killer the opportunity to kill again or leave the area. So anyway, yet Albright's background, even filled with accomplishments supports the possibility of a diagnosis of psychopathy much like yours does Devil. psychopathy so it's all right continue Carl. do we ask her no okay she's just sit there and look pretty and she's not doing it i'm gonna stab you in the carotids what i'm gonna do the manipulative i'm gonna sit here and look pretty manipulative manipulative intelligent charmer who lies easily exploits others honors only herself Without remorse, who's that sound like, Timmy? For others or the harm she may do to others. <laughs> Sounds like both of you. <laughs> Such people are slick and secretive and known as smooth operators. What is this? Sardegas by with you. <laughs> Continue, Colonel. Yeah, I'm going to need And that. even people close to them may be fooled by their face aids. So. The facade. <laughs> Facade, girl. I know that. I don't know that you did. So, and then you face Face You act like you went to high school with him. Eventually, the prosecutors decided they had to move forward because the guy registered for the sex offense was right behind him. Yeah. I wish the hell this podcast would move forward. I got like four sentences left. Albright was tried for all three murders. Although a lack of evidence and a confusing witness testimony from crack horse meant that he was only convicted of the murder they're of Shirley Williams. They're not good witnesses. No, no they're not. But he did, they did find him guilty of the murder of Shirley Williams. Charles Albright received a life sentence. Albright is 83 years old now and will spend the remainder of his life behind bars and the eyeball murders stop completely after Albright's arrest. But you know what? They never did find the eyeballs. They never did. I'm telling you, he ate they them. They never did. They were out there somewhere. He ate them, or he put them in something that he texted or anything. I think he made shark, shark skin oh, eyeballs. Oh, you know what, what he... The interesting thing about this, you know, I told you his mother would get involved with him, uh, teach, with his taxidermy, and she encouraged it. She wouldn't buy eyes for the, uh, for the things they were, uh, the animals, so they put little buttons on them. Buttons and buttons. They look like the fuck. 
<laughs> no, it looked really fake, <laughs> like a snowman. So, yeah. or something. I would say it would look fake. So that uh, you know that he was deprived. That's what mm-hmm. it was. He was deprived of the child. He needed. I don't know. It, it was a lot of circumstantial evidence, but it sounds like they got. He the right did it. Guy. Yeah, I, I say he did it. I think he got the right guy. But um, you know what throws me off on this? What? Now ballistics not being. And you remember when? Yeah, they never found a gun. Hmm? They never found a gun. <laughs> Yeah, how did, how, not many oh, people have two forty-fours. The only evi- uh, physical evidence they found was that squirrel. The squirrel pew. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, the squirrel. That's the only, only physical evidence they found, except they had the testimony, as you said, of the questionable witnesses. Yeah, Brandy, your final thoughts on Charles Albright, the uh, Texas eyeball killer? I have no final thoughts. Do you think he did it? I do think he did it. Uh, Charles, your final thoughts on Charles Albright, <coughs> the Texas eyeball. Killer. I believe he stole the eyeballs, cut open his scrotum, and put them in there, and he was Tim Balls, Charlie Albright. I think he ate them. Because eyeballs and testicles. Well, you can the place them right below your belly button and look mm-hmm. like you'd have, you know, a little nose coming out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Colonel, do we have any shout outs? I'm going to give a special shout out to my friend Sherry. Uh, who always listens? She listens to. She listened today. So, hi Sherry. Uh, hi Sherry. We're glad you listened. Long Island. Long Island. Yes. Let's see, Timmy. We got some new members here. Okay, and that's to our. That's new members on our Facebook. On group, our Facebook page, History Dweebs, the podcast. Join us, if you will. Um, we got Miss Janet Bass Fitzgerald. Janet, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Long luckily Island. she was not on the wreck of the. Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, we're going to do so that she's on us. Oh, that's a scary one, too. We're going to do it. That's a, that's a horrific it. one. So, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Can we play Gordon Lightfoot in the background? Uh, we don't have a license for that. So, no. Oh, like Chuck Gordon Lightfoot's going to put a cease and desist on us. Chuck will sing. No, but Sony will. Hey, you know what, though? Only if we use it for profit, and clearly we are not making a no, profit. No, I posted a, I posted a concert video on Facebook or on YouTube and I got a letter cease and desist email. You know what? Now, you know what? I'll get back to things just, but real quickly. Christ. Gordon Lightfoot has won every, every you know, Gordon Lightfoot's like the Michael Jackson or Bruce Springsteen of Canada. He's won every songwriting award, every music yeah, he was award. A very, he's very, he was very talented. Is he still alive? He's he, yeah, he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to do a podcast on the Edmund Fitzgerald in November. How the man cannot be in the sundown? You better take care. Uh, no singing, Colonel. Shout outs. Shout outs. Okay. Um, Danielle Townsend. Welcome. To, we're happy he's joined us. Yes, welcome. Fallon, a lovely name. That's a lovely, lovely Irish name. There, welcome, Fallon. Fallon. Fallon Holloway. Kenny Rose. Glad to have you. So let's see who else we got. We got our regulars. We got Debbie. Um, Debbie Red, Debbie Red, Chris and Brittany, Catlett, not Little Brittany Chacon anymore. That's right. She's got a new name. She does. Teresa Slavens, how you doing? Shannon and Nicola, the, my my two little partners there, along with uh, Jennifer Barnes, um, Brandy McBride, Gordon Lightfoot is seventy seven years old. Wow, wow. Continue, Colonel Donna Curran. Um, and you know what we're going to call her? We're going to call her Chicago Jessica. Okay. Chicago Jessica Williams. Because she just seems like... Chi-town. Yeah, she seems like that kind of girl. Or she, like a... She, call her Shy. Shy. Yeah. 
Jessica Chai. Oh my God. Kate McCarthy. Kate. Kate. Jeff Chestnut. Uh, a fellow Broncos in, fan. He's in the Dominica, not the Dominican Republic. There is mm-hmm. a difference. Our friends from the Insight Podcast and my, my posse member, Allie and Charlie. And what do we call Allie? Allie? Rue. 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 Yeah. Allie just went crazy, some bitch. You you know what? I'm afraid to call Rue because you know what? I, because Allie will fly halfway across the world. To kick your ass. Just to kill you. Yeah. I believe she shot a man in Reno just to watch him yeah. die. I don't blame her. So uh, we got Angela Cobbs. We got Amber. We got. Of course, um, who I just gave a good shout-out shout out to yesterday, Tasha. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Tasha? Um, Deborah Chappelle, John Holmes. Big John mm-hmm. Holmes. <laughs> Big John. Larry. Angelo. Jamie Tarantino. Uh, Fat Boy, how you doing? Uh, Fat Boy from Twitter. He always retweets our stuff. He's a listener. Good, you know, he always follows the show. Thank you, Fat Boy. Cindy Roller. Brandy McKenzie. Sometimes I'm just going to make up some names on that list to see if he even knows it. No, I know who these people are. Okay. Uh, Stephanie Quick. Stephanie out there in Cali. Elise and Erica. Tiffany Bell and Bo. Hmm. Uh, the mother co- mother daughter combination of Linda Middleton and Jennifer Siemens. Linda, I haven't heard much from Linda. I wonder if she's. Linda, post something. Let us know you're doing she's good, around. Jennifer. Yeah, she's she's posting. That's okay. She's not to you. She's not insulting me, is what she's not doing. Well, she is, but you can't see it. Marvin, Jessica. She does that in private messages now. Jessica Bishop. Yeah. Emmy, Little Emmy Waterfell. uh, Jahara. uh, Katja. How you doing, Katja? Uh, Michael and Sydney. Celine. Mary Ray. Crazy Trixie. uh, Trish Hillard. Uh, Tasha, do I got Tasha down here twice? You know, I should have Tasha down here. I should have every other one should be Tasha, I think. Go ahead. Phyllis Monson. Hi, Tasha. Um, little Sarah Spaghetti, she got herself a new hair dryer, Timmy. Did so she? we did not get pictures of her wild hair yesterday. Did you say Phyllis? Yeah, Phyllis Monson. Okay. Um, Kim Taylor. Um, Colton Dietz. Um, Missy Horton. Dean, Missy, Missy Horton. Tommy Boomershine, Bond, Gene Bond, mm-hmm. um, Gene Bond. Oh, Timmy, I'm going blank. The guy, the guy, his name starts with a V. Last name with a V. Um, Got two V's. Starts with two V's. Continue, and I'll find him. Okay. Um, we got the lovely Lady Beverly, and the heart and soul of the history dweebs. Um, Dottie Scott, the lovely Dottie Scott, who Timmy is, who always thinks that the person is guilty, no matter. Well, you know what, and Dottie, because most of the time they are guilty. Yeah, I mean, my I, feeling is, if you end up in court, you done so. Because I know that the times that I ended up in court, when I wasn't guilty of stuff, Timmy, you should have. I was guilty of stuff they hadn't caught me for. Right. So Shannon, did you say hi to Shannon? No, I always get Shannon. Yeah, Shannon, I said, she's taking, doing the Lord's work at the First Church of the Little Latter Day Colonel. Um, we're having our festival next weekend, so come. Really? Yeah. What about Christine Bourgeois? Christine Bourgeois, how you doing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Olivia Meyer. Oh, 
did not get her, Olivia. See, thank you're, you're you're forgetting people. I'm doing these off the top of my head, Timmy. You well, should you should be prepared. Well, if you wouldn't, Brandy McKenzie. Did you say Brandy McKenzie? I did yes. get Brandy McKenzie. All right, Sarah Spaghetti, Trixie, Sandy September. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So um, let's. Should we wrap this thing up? Did you say Celine? Yes. Yes, I did get Celine in there. Okay, I was looking for somebody, and I, I can't. So, find if you want to find us, folks, where can it, they find us, Colonel? Well, you can find us if you want to. If you want to frolic and enjoy and laugh, you laugh at some crazy people that are on the page. Find us on Facebook at the History, History Pods. The, what the fuck? No, that's History, why you just say yeah, History Dweebs the podcast page. Yeah, History Dweebs the podcast. You can find us on Stitcher. You can tell he's not used to doing this. You mm-hmm. definitely use why find us on iTunes, and please leave a review. We really a love good that review. review, a good review. Um, if it's something, uh, if it's a bad review about them too, that's okay. No, it's not okay. Because all the bad reviews always seem to mention me. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I know. That's, I don't really get that. Um, you can. I will uh, be moderating the next presidential debate. No, you debate. won't. But let's um, get out of here. Brandy, any final bit. thoughts? People are unhappy with no, the way you did No it. final thoughts. All right. We'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Good Goodbye. day. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Have a great uh, weekend. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.